Hello, everyone, and welcome to another broadcast with the Midday Special. I'm your host, Nishai Carvalho. And I'm Sophia Abbasi. Tune in to hear stories about the Pickering Museum Village, the new Godzilla vs. King Kong movie, Pete Davidson, and more. Let's start with a COVID update. Doug Ford recently announced a province-wide emergency break. This means effective 12.01 a.m. on Saturday, April 3rd, the province will go into shutdown. It will last at least four weeks. Ford says this is necessary to deal with the third wave and the new variants of COVID-19. He says the next four weeks are the best chance to beat the virus. Ford also announced the vaccine rollout is increasing. Today, Ontario reported 2,557 cases, marking the highest daily count since late January. Another 23 deaths were recorded. This is the highest death toll since February. The Ontario government is also expanding the AstraZeneca vaccine program. It will be expanded in 700 pharmacies to everyone aged 55 and over starting Saturday. Pfizer announced yesterday their vaccine tested 100% effective on kids aged 12 to 15. It was done on 2,260 kids. This could be good news for kids before the next school year. Earlier today, seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady announced on Twitter that he will bring back the Montreal Expos in 2022, or so he says. The joke dates back to 1995, where Brady almost had a career in baseball. He was drafted by the Montreal Expos. But this isn't the first time Brady made such a joke. In 2019, Brady responded to a former NFL cornerback saying, I've been trying to get back on the line for the past month. The question is, is this really an April Fool's Day prank? Easter is almost here, but it will look a little different. Premier Doug Ford has encouraged people not to gather this Easter. Due to COVID restrictions, Easter egg hunts have now taken a new approach. Virtual Beach's Easter egg hunt is starting April 2nd and will be on until April 4th. It is self-guided virtually through a 7-kilometer route. The route takes you through 14 different locations across the beach. However, the website requires a sign-up 12 hours prior to the hunt. For maximum safety, the hunt encourages individuals from the same household to be on a team. We can now enjoy Easter from a different, yet joyful approach. Godzilla vs. King Kong has been released and the reviews have come in. McLean Hoover has more. Godzilla vs. King Kong is now on the big screen. In Canada, it can be seen on the Bell streaming service Crave. But reviews tell a lot about a movie when they all say similar things. Godzilla vs. King Kong is a perfect movie for fans of monsters and action, but people seem to think that the film is far from the best. From IGN's rating of 7 out of 10, the biggest issue seems to be the human characters who play little into the movie and don't develop as characters. Many say it makes the time they do have seem irrelevant to the movie's plot. For monster fans though, the movie dominates all other films in the past. These iconic characters fight, with all two hours of the movie using the time to showcase the destruction of the land when the two monsters are around each other. So if you like action, you will probably find this movie entertaining. I'm McLean Hoover, reporting for the Midday Special. 
The Pickering Museum Village has some new ways to keep people entertained during the pandemic, while being safe, of course. Starting this month, there will be drive-through events. The first is called Izzy and the Mystery at the Mill. It is April 14th to 16th and features a mystery-themed scavenger hunt set in Pickering from the 1830s. The next event is the Roaring 1920s Drive-Through. It'll feature Pickering's toe-tapping music scene and how prohibition led to bootlegging. Other events will be held virtually. There's educational courses about the history of Pickering, art classes, and more. Check out the Pickering Museum Village website for more details. Now for an update on the Suez Canal with Mitchell Reed. After six days of clogging up one of the world's most vital supply lines, the 400-meter-long evergreen ship, the Ever Given, was freed on Monday. The ship had run aground last week, and it brought sea traffic to a complete halt with only a small construction excavator to dig it out. On Monday, the ship was refloated and sent back out to sea, but the damage was done. The Suez Canal trade route covers nearly one-third of the entire global economy. Delays there are measured in the billions of dollars per day, and one minute costed roughly $6.7 million. With the Ever Given now free, the total loss caused by the blockage is calculated to be around $54 billion. I'm Mitchell Reed with the Midday Special, reporting from Bowmanville. Now on to McLean Hoover with the latest in the UFC. The UFC has had a very busy week. Stipe Miocic was knocked out by Francis Ngannou, making him the new champion of the heavyweight division. Immediately, talk of John Jones, the previous champion of light heavyweight, taking on the new champion began. Then news broke that confused many fans. Jones said a payout of $8 million wasn't enough to step in the octagon against Ngannou. But this could be a moment of grace for fans of Derek Lewis who said that he would gladly take on Naganu for that kind of money. In other news, Darren Till vs Marvin Vittori was cancelled. Till pulled out at the last minute after breaking his collarbone. But Kevin Holland has made a case to step up short notice against Vittori. I'm McLean Hoover, reporting for the Midday Special. Durham College students had the opportunity to meet with the Suicide Squad star and SNL regular Pete Davidson last night. Davidson talked about mental health, his experience filming Suicide Squad, and advice for everyone during COVID. Cheyenne Jarrett reports. The comedian and actor Pete Davidson sat down with students at Durham College on Wednesday night and got candid about his mental health struggles. Davidson is best known for starring on SNL and his 2020 Netflix film, The King of Staten Island. The special appearance was made through a virtual event held on Zoom, and the conversation that took place was around mental health and bullying. Pete was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and PTSD around the age of 24. He likes to be transparent with his fans and the world about his own struggles. He says he hopes to make it okay for other people that are going through similar things. A reason that I'm... Um vocal about issues is because like you know i when i was growing up kid cuddy did that for me he was like very open about struggle and he you know made me feel like i wasn't alone and that always was really comforting and you know i have to unfortunately grow up in front of the world because i'm very lucky and i get to be on snl so um it's there's a lot of 
you know, pressure and there's a lot of like media and stuff. So uh, I just always wanted to be open because I do have issues and they do arise. And, you know, when they happen, I want people to be informed rather as to like, you know, question what's, you know, what's going on. It's just much easier to explain and be like, hey, I have this. This is this is like a thing you got to deal with. Um, and also just, you know, bring, bring more awareness. It's a newer, it's a newer thing that people are starting to accept, which is beautiful because for so long therapy and, you know, mental health was just like, you know, I'm from Staten Island. So, you know, a lot of uncles are like, Hey, walk it off. You're fine. You know, that type of mentality. So it's really nice that we live, uh, in today's time where, you know, it's starting to be, be taken seriously and it is covered on some insurances and it's it's becoming more of uh a thing that a lot of people have so it's nice you know to be a part of a community and not be alone pete says he started to act out as a kid after his father passed away in the 2001 attack on the twin towers he said he never really had friends growing up but says that the bullying he experienced only helped make him who he is today you know i lost my dad when i was pretty young in school and I acted out a bunch and like I don't really blame the kids that believe me because like I was acting out and like maybe a little weird and like kids don't know what grieving is they don't know what I was going through they're just they're seven eight years old you know or 14 15 it was just like a rough time it was just like nothing was really working and I didn't find any friends really until I started doing stand-up trying to make other people laugh or getting other people to laugh I think is just like one of the coolest things you can do so I became really intoxicated with that lifestyle um so like the bullying affected me but it only pushed me to towards an avenue that was positive in my life that's how I met that's how I did met everything like if I was invited to all those parties and had all those friends and was you know captain of the football team I I wouldn't be you know where I am now so Pete will be starring in the upcoming Suicide Squad film that will be released this fall. It was the coolest thing I've ever gotten to do. It was my first, like, welcome to Hollywood moment where, like, I was on movie set with, like, Margot Robbie and Joel Kinnaman and Michael Rooker and there's all this explosions and huge tanks and helicopters. And it was my first, like, wow, this is some Hollywood shit. It was, like... It couldn't have been a more fun experience. Like, I still can't believe that I got to do that. You know, I got to put on a superhero costume and, you know, act with some of the, you know, current goats. It was pretty cool. He also has some other projects in the works. A few things are going to be announced soon, which is cool. Uh, But I can't say anything yet about it. Uh, But uh, if there's anything to look forward to, I'm I'm co-hosting the Jake Paul fight with Snoop Dogg. Oh, cool. I mean, I'm as excited as one could be. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, but I got a funny suit, so I'm excited about it. Before ending the virtual call, Pete had some advice for everyone. Uh, If I had any advice, it would be like, just because everybody's getting vaccinated, it doesn't mean you can't wear your mask. You still have to wear your mask, okay? And you still have to follow protocol uh, because you don't want to be the idiot that gets it and ruins it for everybody. So just continue to follow the rules and we'll all be, you know, we'll all be on yachts in uh, in three to four months. We'll be back at the beach 
uh, ever, everything will be fine. So just if you just hang in there a little bit longer, and uh, yeah, just be careful. The call started on a serious note, but Davidson was able to make everyone laugh and leave feeling a little more positive. From Pickering for Midday Special, I'm Cheyenne Jarrett. Thanks for tuning into this week's broadcast with Midday Special. Hope everyone has a safe and wonderful week, and Happy Easter! Easter.